The follow-up is simple. Ask a question, listen to the answer, then follow up. I'm your host, Noah Kozlov. Enjoy. The follow-up today is a Eagles Super Bowl champion edition, and it's with my longtime buddy, Josh Scharfberg. Josh and I go back to elementary school. My wife and Josh go back all the way to nursery school, and Josh is just back from Minneapolis. Dude, Birds won the Super Bowl. They are. I feel like I just woke up from a dream, and I probably did. As it's 1 o'clock, I haven't slept in the past 28 hours. Um, but it was well worth it, and we're Super Bowl champions for the first time in our lives. I mean, it sounds like you've been partying like crazy, and it sounds like you haven't slept, which is the way all Eagles fans should sound like if they're in Philadelphia or they were fortunate enough to be in Minneapolis. So give me the give me your itinerary and what you did in Minneapolis, and then before we get into the game. So this was uh, this was a mission: go win a Super Bowl. Uh, my brother Adam and I took a 6:05 a.m. flight out of New York Sunday morning. No luggage, jersey, attire, my old Randall Cunningham jersey. Uh, landed in Minneapolis at about 8.05 a.m. Central Time. Went to the Delta Lounge to take a nap for about an hour and a half. <laughs> Headed to the Mall of America. Um, hung out there, walked around there, got, got involved in some of the Super Bowl stuff for a few hours. Um, took a train down to the stadium. You couldn't really do much outside as the windshield was minus 20. Got to the stadium at one one thirty. Um, checked out the festivities and, you know, for a Super Bowl, even though it was four or five hours before game time, um, there was a lot of stuff going on, which was pretty cool. Um, watched the game and I'm sure we'll get into that in a moment. Um, celebrated a Super Bowl, took a train back to, uh, the airport at about 10 o'clock Minnesota time, took a 1:15 a.m. flight to Philly because that was the only morning flight. We didn't have a hotel. Landed in Philly at about five in the morning, took an Uber back to New York, got in my bed at about 8.30 in the morning, and it's now one o'clock and I'm talking to you. That, that's, a, that's a crazy ride. Were you, were you outside at all in Minneapolis? So we were outside probably for a total of 30 minutes between boarding the trains and walking in the stadium, and I don't think that uh, being outside any longer would have been feasible. All right, so give me the... Give me the few pregame highlights then at the stadium. A lot of Eagles chants. Um, trying to figure out kind of what's going on because, A, the stadium is absolutely magnificent. And I've seen a lot of even the newer stadiums. Mm-hmm. And this one just just set a bar by itself. Some eating, a couple beers, and then uh, randomly running into and talking to people from all different walks of life from Philly. People that I knew my family or friends that I saw in the concourse oh, really? um, was pretty exciting, and a lot of group texts. Yeah, of course, and I, and, then, and you sent me the the text, the picture, and the video of Bradley Cooper. Yeah, so fortunately, we had some amazing seats, which a friend was able to procure for us. Um, we were at about the forty yard line, two rows below the owners box, um, and Bradley Cooper grew up in our town, so he's standing in the front row, maybe a half hour, an hour before game. So I yell at him. I go, Ab- Abington's finest, Bradley Cooper, how are you? He gives a nod back, and then I say he's going to win, and he points to my hat or my jersey and goes, you are. Um, and that relationship continued the entire game, him and all of the fans in our section. After every big play, he would point at us, get fired up. At the end of the game, he was actually crying. 
Um, and then before the ceremony, he was taking pictures and conversing with everyone. So a man of the people. Let's fast forward. Let's go to the, the Brandon Graham strip sack. Pure, pure exuberance. I would say every big play prior to that, insane exuberance. The Brandon Graham play exuberance was quiet for about two seconds because I don't think anyone actually believed what happened. And then jumping up and down with no concept of, of where you were. It was it was unbelievable moment at the moment it happened. And then it was, we're going to win a Super Bowl. Uh, we all looked up to Jeffrey. We all looked up to the box and Jeffrey Lurie kept on um, putting his hands down as saying, not yet. Yeah, like, I saw, I saw that. I saw yeah, that on the, very the broadcast. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. He was also playing into the crowd to a little extent, which was exciting. All right, and then the Hail Mary. And then the Hail Mary. The interesting thing on the Hail Mary, and you know, as with everyone else, you try to stay in the moment. But I had to video the last play when, when hopefully we would become Super Bowl champions. So the Hail Mary happened. It's incomplete. There were, I think there was nine seconds left on the clock, mm-hmm. at least for me and most people in my area. I don't think we realized the clock hit double zero. We were cheering an incomplete pass, and then we looked over at the clock, and it was double zero. So it was a delayed reaction to an extent. And then the, and then the cannons went off, and it was, wow, we actually are Super Bowl champions. Any tears? Um, I gave my brother a big hug. I wouldn't say there were any tears, but there were some strong emotions um, at that point for sure. I mean, we, as, as kids, I mean, we'd gotten close before, of course, and you were at the Super Bowl in 05, the 2004 season in, in Jacksonville when they lost to the Pats. As kids, we just never thought that the Eagles would win a Super Bowl, and this year, I mean, yeah, things look great, and then they didn't when you lose Carson Wentz. Does all that come flooding back as soon as they do win a Super Bowl? Like, look how long we've waited to, so. we look how long we've waited to celebrate? I think so. Um, I think without a doubt, you know, we've waited not only our entire lifetimes, but it's also been ingrained that they've never won one. So from our parents' generation down through us, and I think that that certainly the crowd there was so mixed generational of Philly people and a city that wants this so bad that I think it, it shows in the passion without a doubt. All right. How'd you celebrate? Celebrated by watching the ceremony. By getting on the train, uh, going to the airport, having a chicken, having a chicken quesadilla, uh, maybe four glasses of water, and then uh, waiting for our plane to get there and, and somehow figuring out how we're going to get home. Right. So, what was what was the flight like? Full of Eagles fans. Uh, you know, it was actually very cool. Uh, former Vice President Biden was on our plane, which was cool. Uh-huh. Um, there, there weren't many flights leaving. Minneapolis that time. This was obviously a special flight, so we were the only group in our area. The flight attendant was delayed for about a half hour, so that was not good. Um, everyone was exhausted. Some people were passed out from drinking, and, and others were just exhausted and tired. So while I thought it would be a flight of cheers and everything, once the once everyone boarded the flight and we started taxiing, lights out, absolutely nothing, um, until we landed in Philly at about 5 a.m., walking through PHL, um, it was clear that we were the group from Minneapolis, so the airport in Philly through uh, through ground transportation was pretty uh, lit. Oh, that's awesome! So, so there were a bunch of other just passengers getting in for their early flights from Philadelphia, and people were going nuts. 
Yeah, and that's where Cheers started because we're a group of 100 people walking out in all that's Eagles awesome. paraphernalia looking uh, looking like they hadn't slept, so I think it resonated. Did uh, Did Joe Biden address anybody? Did he address the flight? He didn't. He was. Uh, it was a big group. It was his wife, some, some security, and some family. It's pretty quiet. Um, he wasn't bothered or anything else. He didn't really proactively um, do much. So when you watch now the videos from back in Philadelphia, like when we were, you probably would have participated in that debauchery when we were kids. I would not have. But when you watch that, does it make you want to be there? And I, I know this is going to shock you. And all the time you've known me, absolutely not. Um, maybe, maybe ten years ago, maybe maybe in our in our twenties, um, <laughs> it would have. But now there's nothing that I want to do. Although I do enjoy watching some of the videos, but uh, no, I want no part of being in that crowd. Um, ironically, or being at the parade, that, that doesn't do it for me. Yeah, I mean this this is the like this is how your life you know pulls the full one eighty. Like not only not only do you not want to be there. The parade is on Wednesday, and you're leaving for your honeymoon on Wednesday. Yeah, I think they actually moved the parade to Thursday due to weather. Yeah, or it was a security. They they wanted to ensure I wouldn't be able to attend. Um, but nonetheless, yeah, I'm very fine watching the video and the highlights, which I'm sure Barstool will thoroughly enjoy. <laughs> what a year for you, huh? Yeah, got married. Um, actually, the Super Bowl was on the one-year anniversary of my engagement. Um, which I know uh, we celebrated exactly one year ago um, when I proposed to my now wife. So um, that, 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 that is a date that lives, uh, that will certainly live with us. Yeah, yeah don't say infamy. <laughs> it's, just, it's a, no, date. No. It's a I, date that lives with us. Yeah. yeah uh, I, I so, didn't know I was going to go with that. That wouldn't sound right. No, no. So, so next year, if they go 0 and 16, you're cool with that? Yes, absolutely. I also said to my wife and, and my brother and my mom, I go, I was there for the the, only, the first Super Bowl that they've won. This was a, a good financial investment. I don't have to go to any more. I saw the only one that they won, and I'm good. All right, well, here's to, here's to many more. All right, man. Thank you. Absolutely. Safe travels. Thank you, Noah. Thank you, brother. Always good talking to you. We now live in a world where we can always say, well, the year the Eagles won the Super Bowl, and there's actually a phrase now you can say, that we've never, ever been able to say before, and so many of us never thought we'd ever be able to say. There are so many football fans around the country who were rooting for the Eagles to win the Super Bowl simply because they couldn't stand Tom Brady and Bill Belichick and the Patriots winning anymore. Not so sure how many of those fans are going to be rooting for Eagles fans anymore after they see how we all celebrate this championship. E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles! Thanks for taking the time to join us on The Follow-Up. The Follow-Up is a production of Vocal. For more information and more programming, please visit VocalNow.com. That's V-O-K-A-L-N-O-W dot com.